Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, March 20th, 2019. I'm Tom Merritt. Google announced its video game streaming service called Stadia, which will run on PCs, phones, and Chromecast, playing select games from Google servers. Players can use device controls or an external controller, including one made by Google that works directly over Wi-Fi. Game launches will come from a link. For instance, a Play Now link could appear next to a YouTube video of someone playing a game. You can even potentially join the same game instance that person is playing. Games can be streamed at up to 4K at 60 frames per second, both to you as the player, as well as separately to YouTube, for streaming and capture. Google promised to be open to full cross-platform play, and developers can create games directly for Stadia using Unity, Unreal, and several pieces of middleware like Havoc. Google named Jade Raymond as head of its in-house Stadia Games and Entertainment Game Studio. Google did not talk price and only said it will be available sometime this year. Therat.com's Brad Sams published a memo from Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, to employees about the Google Stadia announcement, saying, quote, Google went big today, and we have a couple of months until E3 when we will go big. Microsoft has been demonstrating its xCloud game streaming service and is expected to announce more about it at E3. The European Union fined Google 1.49 billion euros Wednesday for blocking rival online search advertisers. Google was accused of restricting publishers from placing advertisements from competing ad services on the publisher's search result pages. Google says it will boost price comparison rivals in response. It will also, in response to a previous antitrust case for tying Chrome to Android, prompt European Android users to choose a browser and default search engine rather than defaulting to its own. Google had already stopped requiring Chrome and search apps to be installed along with the Google Play Store, though it now charges manufacturers a license fee for the store with or without searching Chrome. Google has now been fined three times by the EU. In addition to the fines for AdSense and Android, Google was also fined for using its own search engine to direct people to the Google shopping platform. Apple continued its hardware announcements this week with an updated set of Apple AirPods. The new AirPods look like the previous generation, but include the new H1 chip, which can support Siri activation by voice. Current AirPods require a tap to activate Siri. Apple also claims 50% more talk time and faster switching between devices in the new AirPod model. There's also a new charging case available for either the old or new models of AirPods that works with any Qi wireless charger. The new AirPods cost $159 or $199 with the wireless charging case, and the case alone costs $79. Disney now owns most of 21st Century Fox, closing the deal at 12.02 a.m. Eastern Wednesday. A new company called Fox Corporation spun out Tuesday. That company owns Fox News, Fox Broadcast Channels, and the national Fox Sports Channels. The regional Fox Sports Networks must be sold by Disney within 90 days. Oculus VR announced the new Oculus Rift S, built in partnership with Lenovo. It has 1280 by 1440 resolution per eye, an 80 hertz refresh rate that's down from 90 to maintain PC compatibility, and includes Pass-Through Plus, which shows you your surroundings, as well as a built-in tracking system called Oculus Insight, meaning no external trackers needed. The forthcoming standalone Oculus Quest headset will have that same Oculus Insight tracking system built in. Both have a more comfortable PSVR-style strap, and both the Oculus Rift S and Oculus Quest will cost $399. That's $399 and shipped this spring. Facebook's F8 developer conference is scheduled for April 30th, and we may hear more about both headsets then. 
HP launched the Reverb Virtual Reality Headset Professional Edition aimed at engineering, architecture, education, and entertainment uses. Entertainment being things like amusement park style rides and such. The Reverb has resolution of 2160 by 2160 per eye with a 90 hertz refresh rate and a 114 degree field of view. It comes with prepared Bluetooth controllers that pair with the headset, not with the PC being used. The headset's face rest uses a wipe clean pleather-like material. The Reverb arrives in late April for $649. A consumer version will cost $599. Amazon introduced a new version of the Kindle at the $90 price point, being listed as the all-new Kindle. It has a glare-free capacitive e-ink touchscreen with improved contrast and comes with an adjustable front light. It's available in black or white for pre-order now, shipping April 10th. The U.S. Supreme Court threw out a decision of a lower court upholding a settlement where Google would pay a class action group $8.5 million over a privacy dispute. The class had argued Google violated federal privacy law by allowing websites to see user search queries. The Supreme Court directed the lower court to evaluate whether the class had actually been harmed by Google's policy and therefore determine if it in fact had legal standing to sue. Finally, Norwegian manufacturer Hydro was largely operating on a manual basis Wednesday after a cyber attack that started Monday. The attack began in U.S. offices of Hydra on Monday and spread to the plants Tuesday. Ransomware known as Locker Goga locked up the systems. Hydro said it had no plans to pay a ransom and believed systems could be back online Wednesday from backups. Hydro turns aluminum ingots into components for car makers, builders, and other industries. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.